Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. And welcome to another episode of the servingrealestateinvestors.com podcast, webinar, Substack, whatever we're doing here. So uh, we're getting toward the end of my scheduled class content. We've got, I don't know, a handful of classes left um, before I run out of topics, before I think I've said all I have to say. Well, I don't know if I've said all I have to say, but I've definitely got a limitation on the things that I initially planned on sharing with you. So might change up the pace, might change up sort of the content. I, I've been thinking about doing more interviews with other real estate agents and lenders and accountants and CPAs and stuff like that, that are already working with real estate investors and find out you know, what they're doing that's working, what they're doing that's not working, what are, what are their kind of niches and their specialties and their opinions and kind of stuff like that. So if you have an interest in that, please do reach out and let me know. That is what I think I am probably going to um, after the next, I don't know, half a dozen sort of classes uh, where I planned on doing this for Q2 of 2023. And we're nearing the end of Q2 and I'm definitely running out of topics. So, but this is definitely one that I wanted to cover, which is why work with real estate wholesalers. And so we're going to talk today about the different roles that some real estate investors play. So there's bird dogs. Bird dogs are kind of like more administrative people that sort of seek out and try to find potential deal opportunities. Then they turn that deal over usually either to other wholesalers or real estate investors or to, you know, less frequently um, sort of like agents or something like that. But it's more of sort of like an admin research role. They're not usually the ones that are talking to the sellers. They're not usually negotiating the terms of the deal. They're usually someone who is interested in real estate, but they are unwilling or unable to get out there and talk to sellers and negotiate deals and come to agreements on stuff. And so they want to be paid some type of usually smaller admin type fee in order to do this research and and help you know wholesalers or real estate investors or agents or whatever they're doing. So that's bird dogs. And we've covered a class before on why you may want to work with bird dogs as a real estate agent or a lender or wholesaler or a uh, um, accountant, CPA, like someone who serves real estate investors. Uh, so we've talked about that before. Today, we're talking about wholesalers. Wholesalers are the folks that typically go out they meet with the seller. They're negotiating the exact terms of the deal and what they're going to buy it for, whether it's uh, for cash, they get a new loan, or they're buying creatively with some type of creative financing or structuring some type of owner financing. Um, and then they usually come to an agreement with the seller, tie up the property with an assignable contract. Sometimes it's not an assignable contract and they intend to uh, immediately close on the property and then resell it to someone else. But usually, most of the time, I would say it's an assignable contract and they're assigning their rights in that contract to another investor or something like that. So that's what they do. After they get the property tied up, then they sell their rights in their contract to another real estate investor. This is more of a salesperson type of role, whereas bird dogs are more like admin people. Uh, wholesalers are more of like a salesperson. They're someone who is more akin in a lot of ways to a real estate agent, except real estate agents most of the time. We're going in there and we're representing the seller. We usually have a fiduciary obligation if you've got that type of agreement in place where you are representing the best interests of the seller or if you're representing the buyer, the best interests of the buyer. Uh, but wholesalers are not representing the best interests of the seller or the best interests of the buyer. They are there representing themselves. They're there to go make a deal with the seller and do the best deal that they can. Then they're going to turn around. They're going to represent themselves again, and they're going to negotiate a deal with the real estate investor that they're going to sell or sign the rights of their contract to. And so they are not representing the seller. 
They're not representing the buyer. They're just sort of in the middle collecting a fee, the difference between what they could buy it for and what they could sell it for. Um, whereas as a real estate agent, we're going in there and we are acting uh, as kind of a, a broker, I mean, a real estate agent or broker who is brokering the deal between a willing seller and a willing buyer. And we do have some type of obligations to the person who, are, who we are representing in the transaction. So that is sort of the difference. But wholesalers are more of a salesperson type of role. And then there's the end user real estate investor. Those are the ones who are buying the properties and holding it as a long-term investment, or they're flipping the properties, they're buying it and quick turning it, doing some repairs, usually adding some value in some form or another, and then selling the property. Or they're really the end buyer of the property in whatever form that takes. And so those are like the three major triad roles. So let's talk about some pros and cons of working with wholesalers. So some of the pros, there is a very narrow, well-defined kind of guide or, or, or list of content topics that you could share that wholesalers would be interested. You know, stuff like how to find deals, stuff like how to determine comparables and determine value for properties, how to find sellers, how to find buyers, how to, um, you know, negotiate kind of like the agreement, how to negotiate terms contractual clauses and how to protect themselves and sort of things like all of that sort of content is content that your wholesaler people would be really interested. They would show up and they'd want those classes. So some of these classes could help them directly um, better understand what they need to do or what their end users are. You know, what are sellers needing? What are sellers wanting? How, how are things working with those things? Market stats is another one. So they can understand the market and what they can do and how they can negotiate. And then also what their end buyers, what the real estate investors want or need and how they're analyzing their deals so that they can better make offers to sellers that make better sense for their end user real estate investors and understanding what the investors want and do that. So you could definitely use classes as reasons to stay in touch if you wanted to build a business working with wholesalers. And, you know, I think there is some reason to work with a few wholesalers. I'm not so sure I personally would want to have my entire business made up of wholesalers. Like I would not, I would not want to be constantly teaching classes and only attract wholesalers to my business because I think that there are other clients I can serve better. It's, it's, a, it's a good way of saying that. So another pro of working at wholesalers, they may end up being a client for other types of deals. They may decide to become nomads and acquire properties, especially if you teach some nomad classes and they start to understand, hey, look, you know, the job that I'm doing is very similar to a real estate agent job where I have to work for the fee. I mean, I have to show up to work. I have to like help the, the, you know, negotiate the deal with the seller and, and get my contract and then sell it to, you know, an end user real estate investor. And if I don't do that, I don't get paid. Where if I start acquiring rental properties, I start having some passive income coming in and start getting some wealth building by owning the property, the property value going up and the loan being paid down. Or at, at a minimum, they could become owner occupant buyers. If you are, you know, their agent who is the one that they go to with questions and support and they're about to buy a property to live in themselves and they don't want to necessarily buy one from their marketing, but they want to go buy one from the mobile listing service, you can assist them in helping them buy their property. So they could become clients in other ways, you know, either nomads or owner occupants and maybe even investor clients ultimately in the end. Maybe they get tired out of doing this because this is a very, this, it's a position with a lot of turnover. We don't see a lot of wholesalers being in the business for 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years. Um, unlike real estate agents who, who a lot of times have longevity and we're rewarded as being real estate agents and lenders um, and CPAs and anyone else who serves real estate investors for uh, longevity in the business, for being in the business longer. We become more known. We do more business. We get more referrals. Uh, that becomes a, a really good reason to be in the business for a long period of time. Um, so 
Another big benefit of working with wholesalers that I think a lot of other agents may miss is if you have the correct relationship, the right relationship with a wholesaler, they are not buying every property that they go meet with a seller for. You know, they may only buy one out of 10. They may only come to terms for one out of 10 properties that they meet uh, with the sellers for where they could buy it at a big enough discount where they can then wholesale it out to another real estate investor. So there's nine out of 10 sellers who've expressed an interest in selling the property where the wholesaler has not been able to come to an agreement, uh, come to the terms that they would be willing to buy the property on that these nine other sellers are wanting to sell their property. Well, you could become the real estate agent that comes in and assists those sellers in selling and getting retail prices. Not all of them will become your client. You know, there's definitely some sellers who they're calling the wholesaler because they do not want to deal with a real estate agent. They're like, you know, I want to, you know, I don't like agents. I want to, I want to sell the property directly to someone else. And they don't want to have their property listed. They don't want to have you know, strangers coming through. They don't want the neighbors to know. Like there's all sorts of reasons somebody would decide not to sell their property to MLS. But some of them would be willing to sell the property in the MLS. They want to get a fast, easy sale and, and get the maximum amount of money out of their property. And that is some of the things that you could offer to a potential seller who a wholesaler has met with and was unable to come to terms with. So they could refer these potential sellers to you you could call up and talk to the sellers and you know see if that you know you're able to help them list properties this would not necessarily be investor clients this would be more traditional you know retail listings of properties to do that okay um and these wholesalers could also be a source of other real estate investor clients for you they're meeting other investors they could tell them about your classes they could tell you about you know you coming there and learning about how to be an investor like they're out there already networking and trying to build their list and these could be other good sources for you uh, to get more people to come to your classes and potentially become uh, clients by you adding value and showing you know all the different things that you offer and, and are helpful to them. So realize that um, one of the two big reasons I think for working with wholesalers could be referrals of retail properties to list. That's a that's a big one. I think a lot of people overlook. And then it could be a source of other real estate investor uh, clients for you and your classes and the stuff that you're offering. Now, what are some of the downsides to working with wholesalers? Well, some of them may try to poach clients from you by coming to your real estate investor meetings. They may go there and, you know, just network with other people and say, hey, look, you know, I'm a wholesaler. You want to get on my wholesale list? Or maybe they just introduce themselves when you go around the room and you do introductions. And they're, I'm like, I'm a wholesaler. I find, you know, amazing deals for people. You'll have people in the room, other you know, client, people that you thought were your clients, they'll go up to the wholesaler and be like, hey, I'd like to have your list because I'd like deals. And I mean, can't, can't you know, begrudge them for wanting to get amazing deals. I mean, I think that's natural, right? Um, but realize that that may be what's happening. You said you have these wholesalers and you know some of your clients will choose to buy wholesale properties, which in your mind may look like they're not buying properties with you. And so it could look like they're being poached by the wholesaler guy. Um, so they will want to sell the wholesale deals to real estate investors and that's what they're trying to do. And so it could look like that's what's going on there. Um, another downside of work with wholesalers is many of them not all of them, but many of them, after doing the business for a little while, will actually understand what's going on. And some of them will choose to get their own real estate license. And then they're becoming, you know, sort of like direct competitors to you. Not that this is really a competitive thing, but they will they will be choosing to become real estate agents and want to work with investors as well. Once they gain some experience, they realize that, look, you know, as a wholesaler, I got to go and find a really small sub niche of sellers who is super motivated where I could buy at a big enough discount. Then I can go and sell this contract you know, usually for, 
I don't know, some type of fee, $10,000, something like that, into a uh, end user buyer who is, um, you know, going to pay me for this. So I'm doing both sides of the job. I'm, I'm doing this and I'm trying to find more rare, more unusual, um, harder to find, harder to negotiate sort of deals. And I'm trying to collect what looks like maybe half of a real estate commission um, or, you know, at least you know, a buyer side or a seller side. When if I were really a real estate agent, I actually got both sides of this. I found both the seller and the buyer and I didn't have to do necessarily at a deep discount. I could get a, you know, two commissions for that. And so once they realize the math and the fact that, you know, the amount of labor they're doing, um, they may choose to get a real estate license and choose to do that job. So I just realized that that could be a possibility and you'll see that uh, happen quite a bit, honestly. Um, and some are not the real estate investor. They're not usually buying themselves. So a lot of times wholesaling is often pitched as a way to generate money to be able to use money to get started investing in real estate. And so it's sort of like job where a lot of people are attracted as like an intro step. So they're not really investors yet. They're sort of wholesaling to get to the point where they could do that. A lot of times this could be a great way for them to be told about the low and nothing down options for getting started as a real estate investor, like the nomad strategy, buying a property with, you know, VA loan or USDA loan in a rural part, part of your town outside of your um, city and being able to buy properties there and kind of do those strategies where they can get involved in real estate investing without having to do the wholesaling. Um, another downside, often not directly teaching content that will result in direct real estate brokerage transactions or new loans. So we're teaching things that are sort of like on the outskirts of what is directly helpful, directly resulting in transactions with other real estate investor clients. So this tends to be a topic that we're not teaching super frequently. We're sort of like teaching one-offs or something like that. Then we have recording. We can kind of put them there. And then sometimes you'll, you may choose not to publish this as a... Um, always available piece of content. Like you may choose to publish the stuff on wholesaling as sort of a special perk where if someone comes, they tell you they're interested in wholesaling, you could send them a secret link or something like that. So that's an idea there for you. All right, that's all I got. Just want to make